Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. By small business owners. I'm Natalie MacLeese. Sure you are. And I'm Alex Vasquez. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I see some ID? It has my face on it. <clears throat> That's obviously fake. That is not fake. That's a real honest-to-goodness license. So, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. Okay, you know what? That's that's enough. That's enough. So, Natalie... I'm just uh, saying, it's a compliment. Well, you know what? I've had it with your compliments for one day. You know I can only tolerate one compliment per 24-hour period. Welcome, Natalie. Thanks, Alex. Welcome to you, too. Yeah, welcome to your podcast. Welcome to your podcast. Well, it's good to be welcome here. So... Uh, we're recording live on location from a very special location. Cross Campus Boardroom? The Cross Campus Boardroom at the lovely Cross Campus Campus in Old Town, Pasadena. The Old Town Campus of Cross Campus. And whatever. Look, we're doing it here because they have air conditioning. Neither you or I has air conditioning, and it's been sweltering. Like, triple-digit heat. yeah. People are dying, but not us. Not today. Exactly. We're sitting here. It's all cool. We have drinks. We have candy. I'd like to hear a thank you, Alex, for being cool. Sorry, it's stuck in my throat a little. I, I can't. I can't hear you. Because <laughs> yours truly happens to be a member here, and I highly recommend it to anyone in Southern California who lives in Old Town, Pasadena, or nearby the Redondo Beach area, South Bay area, or Santa Monica, or, or, downtown. or downtown LA. Check them out. Anyway, we're, we're back at it. We're back at it. Back for another challenge. We're back for another challenge, and uh, I want to let you know that I didn't fail twice in a row. I did do the challenge. But I wanted some cookies. Did you like the cookies from last week? Yes, they were delicious. Well, that's right, and I had someone else specially make them for you. And Which cookies always borderline taste... Borderline cheating. It's border... But were they not borderline tasty? <laughs> they were. Okay. That's the important part. That's the important thing that, that you have to... That, you know, you have to keep your eye on the ball. I did this challenge. You did this challenge. Who... who why don't who's... you go first? Why don't I go first? So, I'm gonna... Let me mansplain something to you, okay? This is how... This is how it all starts. But, uh... I, uh... So, I know that... For a while, I felt like I've lacked direction in in my business, and I think part of that part of that I think does come from just being self employed and not really having anyone looking over you, saying, "Well, this is what you should be doing," or "Have you researched this thing? Have you thought about doing something else?" Like there, there's no there's no drivers to really push you. So you're really kind of self-reliant in trying to find whatever those missions are or those other things that you should be doing. So for me, you know, I've really felt that for a while. And, and you and I have had conversations about this over the last year or so, I think. Yeah. Like this, this is something I've definitely struggled with. And, you know, the, the challenge for this week, for this past week, I think was really timely. And it gave me a good reason to get off my butt to uh, go and do something. So, 
So what I did is I started, uh, you know, looking around and, um, you know, I think uh, I just mentioned to you that I got a response from one of the coaches that I think you talked to maybe last year. Uh, And she's not the person I'm working with. But what I did do is I spoke to a colleague of mine who runs an ad agency in town and he actually recommended someone to me. Her name's Don Camacho. I had a talk with her uh, earlier in the week. I I just did like an initial consult with her and next week we're doing like an actual session together. So the the initial consult was free and then I think her, so we're just, we're meeting at her office. She has an office here in Pasadena. I'll be meeting with her then. And just in our initial, our initial discussion, you know, she just kind of asked some basic questions like, why are you bugging me? And I feel like that's a question I get. Why are you annoying me? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Because I exist, I draw a breath. That's why I'm annoying. But we were talking and, you know, I, I told her part of the struggle that I'm having. I just feel stuck. You know, I, I think that's something that she probably gets a lot. I think a lot of coaches get that. They, they deal with people who are stuck, who don't know how to proceed or where to go. I think from from that perspective, that's something that she'll be able to help me with. And I think that she gave me some at least good feedback on things to to look at within myself, things that I might be doing already. And because, you know, she just asked, well, you know, like, what are what are some things that you do with your time with regard to your business? Like, how do you spend your time? And because we've inventoried our time before, I, I actually do have some good insight into how that how to answer that question. You know, I told her about the volunteer stuff that I do. Uh, I told her about the community building stuff that I do. And, you know, she, she kind of validated one of the, one of the ideas that I had, like not directly validating it, but she said one of the things that she finds with uh, people that she works with is there's a lot of stuff that they're doing, but they don't, they, they don't, spend enough time looking inward to, to look at the things that they're already doing and seeing how maybe they can leverage those things to help with their next idea or their next initiative or, you know, even tapping people for for insight, advice, or other things like that. But so we're going to do a deeper dive uh, next week, and I'm super excited about it. It's the first time I've talked to a coach about this stuff. Nice. So I'm very, very excited, and uh, yeah, so we'll see how that all goes. So you feel like it's a good match? I feel like initially it's a good match. There, There's nothing that really stuck out as like a warning sign. You know, she didn't have like laser beams coming out of her eyes or anything. So uh, Always I think- a good sign. Always a good sign. So I think we'll, we'll, we'll figure out, like I'm excited to kind of do a deeper dive into the business and see what some other questions are and because I have ideas like what will she ask will it be revenue driven stuff will it be goal driven so I think there's a lot that has to happen within the intake but we'll we'll see how how that plays out so you just found her by a referral from somebody yeah yeah at cross campus here once a week they do this networking thing called the the Friday morning coffee meetup and they'll bring in like someone in the tech industry to give a talk for like 30 minutes or so. So one of the people who organizes that meetup, it's part of an organization called Innovate Pasadena. His name is Mike Schaefer. And I'm really forgetting the name of his, oh, Echo Factory. And that's the name of his ad agency, Echo Factory. So it's a great agency. They do great work and they're just around the corner from here. I, I've talked to him in the past just about different stuff. And actually, he probably wouldn't 
make he'd probably be a pretty good mentor too come to think of that anyway i talked to him and i let him know what was what i was doing like i was looking for a coach and you know the reasons why and he said oh you know i have someone for you you know i wasn't really directly asking him but he but he had a referral at the ready so i i trust mike a lot so we'll, we'll see how that goes awesome well that sounds great yeah why don't you share with us and all of our listener what's uh, what's going on with you so i belong to that women's entrepreneur group on facebook that i talk about yeah. sometimes and in april somebody posted on there with a survey that they were doing because they were trying to develop a new product or a new offering and it looked intriguing to me and i, I always try to kind of help out everybody in there people post doing stuff like that what do you think of my new, new website and things like that. So this woman had posted a survey for a product that she was looking to develop or a new service that she was looking to develop. And it sounded like me. So I went and took the survey, you know, it was like 10 minutes and the survey was so perfectly done (laughs) that I was really impressed with her. So I have a question. What what about the survey made you like like what is it about that survey that really spoke to you? She said the survey was for people who had a feeling, she called it a feeling of something more, where you just felt like there's something else I could or should be doing. I just okay. don't know what it is. And then when you went to take the survey, the questions were so intuitive and exactly the right questions to ask about that, about that situation and that feeling that I ended up in tears taking this survey. Wow. <laughs> so I just felt like, obviously, this is someone that I resonate with who seems to have really good insight into something that I'm experiencing. So when the challenge came up for this week, I actually went back and found that post in the Facebook group and contacted her to see about working together. Her name is Katie Rose, and she's based out of the UK. And she actually suggested that I get started with some of the free materials that are on her website and then get back in touch with her after I had worked through those to just kind of make sure that it was a fit still. Because the survey was actually kind of a small sampling I'm going to start with a couple of her free courses that are on our okay. website and then we'll go from there. Interesting. And it's it's intriguing to me how just a simple question that someone either asks you or something that that we read can can resonate so deeply. Like I've even had someone just ask me, "How do you feel?" which is kind of a simple question, right? "How do you feel?" I feel like a lot of people just have very easy, quick, canned responses like, how do you feel about your business? Eh, I feel like it could be better. But if there's a person who can ask a very insightful question that gets you to think or feel very specifically, I think that's really compelling. So it sounds like that's kind of what you experienced here. Yes, the questions were just the perfect questions to ask. And it was three months ago, so I couldn't even tell you at this point what the questions were. But that it was three months ago, it's, yeah. it's still stuck with you. Yeah, just the feeling that I had taking that survey where it's just like, wow, this is someone who really gets it. Hmm. This is someone who really knows. She's obviously already done some research into this. She's obviously not just getting started on this project. This is something she's obviously been working on and looking into for some time now. Yeah. I'm just really excited about it. I'm really excited to start some of her free stuff and see where things go. Well, I'm excited for you, too. And the the feeling that maybe you should be doing more or something else or you just 
kind of feel stuck, you lack direction. You know, th- these feelings all come from somewhere. And, you know, I don't think it comes from a place of insecurity. I, I think maybe it's just a fear of being complacent, or maybe it's not a fear at all. I feel like that is true for me, at least, mm-hmm. so I don't want to project that on anybody. I just happen to be in a good place now where I can invest that time in those resources in myself to, to kind of help get out of my own way. That's what I'm hoping I get from this, and I hope that's that's what you get out of it, too. Yeah, that's what I'm really hoping for. You know, of all my friends and colleagues I know who work for themselves, to me... It almost seems surprising that you that you would seek out a coach because it it always seems like you have things that you're working toward. You're you're working on something. You're working towards something. There's a variety of things that I've helped you with that you've asked for that I volunteered for. So yes, you're very helpful. I, I'm very helpful. I have no idea what to do for <laughs> myself. I I'm great at helping other people. And and who knows? Maybe that's what I should be focusing on doing. Maybe like, it is. Maybe finding people with a mission sing. Put me on it. I don't know how to do it, but put me on it. Who knows? But what do you think about that? Like, you know, you're you're getting this from me that I always feel like you have direction and purpose and you're seeking out coaching. Does that mean that you don't have those things or what? what's your reason in seeking it out? I definitely keep busy. Mm-hmm. I definitely always have lots of different projects on my plate and there are things that I feel moved to do or get involved with. I guess just more and more, and maybe it's just a midlife crisis, but I think more and more I'm starting to feel like, are the things I'm doing the right things? Are these the things that I should be doing? I don't know that there's really an answer for that, but I would just like to work with somebody to help get some clarity into that because I am always, I am a very driven person and a very ambitious person, and I'm always working on multiple projects at one time. But I'm never quite sure that they're exactly the right projects or like the things that I actually should be working on. So I would just like to maybe have some guidance figuring out how do you find the right direction. I can get stuff done. (laughs) I can execute. I can finish stuff. But I want to make sure that I'm putting my energy and attention toward finishing and executing on the right things. Absolutely. And, you know, that that's something that I, I read this article on Mark Manson. He did the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which I, I wasn't a huge fan of the book, whatever. But uh, but he's got this blog article he wrote a few years ago, and I was trying to not say bad words, but I couldn't help it. It's Mark Manson, Manson's fault this time. It's the name of the book. What it's the name of the do? book. The thing that he wrote about was making decisions. Often people come to us and they present a project to us or an idea, a collaboration or something like that. A lot of times we may feel, or at least I do, I feel inclined to say, yes, sure, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. Sure, why not? That sounds cool. You're a great person. But deep inside, I don't feel like, yes, I don't feel like that's a fuck yes. And that's the premise of the article. Say yes to the things that make you say, "Mm, fuck yes. Case in point, with this podcast that we're doing, I I think I told you this. When you you presented me the idea, I was like, fuck yeah, that's a great idea. I'm not saying that this has changed my life or anything, but I've said a lot, I've said no a lot more based on that. Uh I mean, I'm not saying that that's what you have to do, but I think that's one way that we clear ourselves from projects that may not necessarily make us feel as happy as as we as we could or might be as fulfilling yeah that makes sense are we ready to talk about this week's challenge 
I think we are. Womp, 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 womp. We have a special guest. We have a special guest. Da-da-da. Sorry, I'll, I'll quit it with the sound effects. Is that like the Mission Impossible music? Uh, I, I could try to do that. Are you asking me to? No. Okay. I'm just going to shut up now. Why don't you introduce Probably our guest? Probably copyrighted and we'll get in trouble. Yeah, we don't want to get sued before our 20th episode. <laughs> we sure don't. We have, visiting from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, my sister, Bethany MacLeese. sound effects Alex. Sorry. Look, we don't have our own equipment. We don't have our own equipment yet. And she flew in from Pittsburgh, so just to do the podcast. <laughs> she flew in this morning and I'm taking her back to the airport tonight. Tonight? No. Okay. I'm, I was gonna I say stick with that. Well Bethany, welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast. Thank you, Alex. I hope it's everything that you thought it would be. I'm sure Natalie said lots of good things about me, like my hair. She definitely did. And I believed all of them. He yeah. has a blog called Alex Has Nice Hair. Really? I do. Uh, my <laughs> hair is so nice it needs its own blog. Why are you laughing? Because you just made your hair stand up straight from your head. You should take a picture of it. Or at least I should. Bethany, now Natalie brought you on here. Why would she do such a thing? I don't know. It was totally her idea. Uh, so, What? This was this was your idea? Oh, was, this was yours. She yeah. wanted yeah. to be on the podcast. Okay. Well, so... It's her so, first time being on a podcast. This is your first podcast, so that, that is quite a milestone. So you get a high five. There we go. And you that was say ouch! Because Bethany is you delicate. Look, Whenever Natalie... Whenever we high five, he's like, ow! Because... No, because she'll, she'll break my fist. Natalie is not gentle with me. I tell her I bruise like a peach. Whenever I hold my hand up... She hits it as hard as she can. So this is a huge milestone, Bethany. So what made you decide that you wanted to do a podcast appearance on Do Weekly with us? When Natalie started talking about her podcast, I remembered this book that I read a long time ago. It was a self-improvement book. There was something in the book that really stuck with me. And it was kind of a way to get yourself out of a rut. If you're kind of in a funk, here's how you help yourself. So the task was to organize a room in your home. And that is supposed to help you kind of get out of a funk if you're in one. This was supposed to help motivate you. About three months ago, I moved into a new apartment and I had this tiny little room off my bedroom that just kind of became a junk area when I moved and I just kind of threw everything in there. And I thought, that's a great room to tackle. So um, over the last week or so, I kind of cleaned all the junk out of there and put some stuff in bags and I have some stuff that I'm going to donate. And I just really cleaned it up and organized it. How big is the room? This room is, it's not big enough to be a bedroom, but it's not really, it's probably like five by eight. It doesn't have a closet or anything. It's a second door to get out of the apartment in an emergency. Okay. So is it almost like a little entryway? It's a, you could enter through it. Yeah. It sounds like it it could be possibly even just like creative space or like there's enough space there to to make it functional in some way. Like maybe you're not going to sleep anybody in there. Office, reading area. Whatever. Sure, you could definitely make it an office. Like, how did you feel when you were cleaning it 
And how did you feel after after you kind of cleared stuff out? How did that make you feel? Alex, before I answer your question, I kind of want to back up a bit. I am in a place where I'm currently in between jobs and considering a move to another state. And a whole new career. And a whole new career. Wow. Yes. <laughs> changing jobs. So yeah, it's a, a big time for me. While I was cleaning this room, honestly, I was kind of thinking about all of the things that I wanted to change and how I would tackle them. And afterwards, I did feel accomplished. It actually did help me. I'm currently reading another book about changing jobs. And I think that it did help me kind of stay motivated to keep up with that because it's a lot of writing and, and a lot of work involved with that book as well. And the, the process of clearing something out or whatever that process is can be very cathartic too. Do you feel, did, did you feel like it was a cathartic process for you to clear all these things out of this room? I did, definitely. I think anytime you de-junk and you clean, you it can be cathartic. You always feel better. I mean, our, our home is our sanctuary, and when it's in disarray, we never feel good. I think there's a reason. I don't, I don't know that this is true for everyone, but we neglect things sometimes because, you know, maybe there's other things that have our attention or we're avoiding doing the thing for, for whatever reason. I know that that's been true for me. It may not always be true for everyone, but when we tackle something of that nature, like I cleaned out my garage and made it functional space where I can do some light workouts and stuff and store things and actually find them. For me, I've just been ignoring it. And it's always in the my back mind space, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing. And I finally did the thing. And I, I felt like, hey, go me. That's just, mm. that's just me. So that... I'm just tossing that out there. That's true. I mean, we we put things off so long. I mean, like I said, I moved into this place three months ago, and it's finally within the last week that I got around to cleaning this room out. And yeah, I, I would say I was definitely in a funk. I had been going through a really tough time with my job, and I think that contributed to me being in a funk. And yeah, so finally getting around to cleaning that room definitely did make me feel better and helped to motivate me. Yay. Do you feel accomplished? Yay. I do feel accomplished. Did you find a good use for the room? Well, I don't know. I might turn it into an office. I do have a desk and a chair out in my dining room, and I could move it back there and turn it into an office. So that's a possibility. Bethany, I would like to chime in here with a suggestion. Don't do an office space. What I want you to do is I want you to get like uh, an octagon-shaped cage and then start inviting neighborhood kids in there and start taking bets on little kid fights. Let me tell you, this is something that we used to do back in Saskatoon. There, the person who won the Where championship. Where is Saskatoon? It's in Washington, <laughs> and or Canada. I don't know. It's a weird place. But like this person named Charlie Burfisser, like he was the kid champion of the block. Charlie Burfisser. A totally made up story. I think so. Octagon, octagon fence, straight up. I could just make a kitty room. Yeah, it could be a kitty room. Kitty playroom. Where they fight. They never fight. Oh, oh like a kitty kitty cat room? Yeah. Oh. Like a kitty playroom. Okay. They would love it. That's a great idea, actually. I think we're missing out on a golden opportunity here. I'm not going to make it a kid <laughs> fight room. Oh, I know, I know. 
fill it with water and go swimming. It doesn't have a door, so all the water would end up. But no, I, I, I love the fact that you cleared the space out. And like, I think when we take a large effort and apply it to a task or something like that can help us kind of snowball into whatever the next thing is. And like this kind of, do you feel that this is something that can snowball you or kind of help keep your momentum as you're making these huge changes in your life? I do for sure. I mean, I was kind of wishy-washy about making a move to another state. Now I am pretty confident that's what I want to do. Can I say for sure that cleaning this room was my ultimate deciding factor? No. Did it probably help? Yeah, I think it did. Did it just help you maybe think about it while you were, you know, while you're in there cleaning, were you just thinking like, hey, maybe I should do this thing? I did. I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot. And actually, as I was kind of like packing up stuff and I just thought I could just give this away or sell this and it would make it easier to move. Uh-huh. Are you getting excited? I've been excited. I'm terrified for you. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> There's the terrified factor. It's a huge change. Don't get me wrong. I Maybe I'm an empath or something. I But I, I think of the change myself, and then I put myself in it. I'm like, how, how will I ever do it? Like, I, I don't know that I could. I mean, if forced to, I, I would. But this is like a huge amount of change. Like, you're moving to a different state, changing careers. Like, that's a lot. That, that's like a lot, a lot, a lot. It makes me nervous. It is. But I've been through huge changes before. I've been through a situation where I changed jobs and changed apartments in the same city, changed relationships all about the same time. And I got through that. So this is kind of like old hat. You're, you're, you've been there, you've done that, you got the t-shirt, you're ready to do it again. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready, but I'm never going to be ready. So just have to do it. And I, I think, I think that's probably one of the, the, that's like a good parable right there. Like there's never, like there's never a right time for, for making a change, oh. for doing a thing. Like, there's never going to be a right time. Like, just do the thing. Yeah. Just if you wait until thing. things are perfect, you'll never do anything. And how. It's so true. So how excited are you to think that, like, two months from now or three months from now, the only thing about your life you're going to recognize is that you have the same cats? It kind of makes me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's the honesty I'm looking seven. for. <laughs> but there's definitely the excited factor. It's just that it's a lot of nervousness that goes along with it. And maybe this can help somebody who's kind of in the same situation and looking for a job change. And so many people want to move to another state. They hate where they live. And yeah, you just... Pick a date. Go for it. Pick a date. Pick a date. Right now? Yeah. We're going to hold you to it. August 15th. Yeah. That's already the date I had in my head. There you go. There you go. That's what's always worked for me. I've moved states several times. You just pick a date. I moved states one times. (laughs) <laughs> when I was 17. Did you pick a date? No. <laughs> Did you just like wake up one morning and be like, I think I'm going to drive to well, California? <laughs> well, I always knew. I always knew I wanted to leave Oregon for California. I didn't pick a date, but I was 17, so I didn't really think of much. I yeah. forgot like some of my critical clothing at home, also known as all my underwear. That was fun. And they don't sell that in yeah. California. So. Well, I mean, they do, but you know, for... For a brief period of time, and it's ironic. It's a brief, brief period. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Natalie, I've had it with your shit tonight. <laughs> so, yes, 
Yes, I was without briefs <laughs> for a brief period of time. I'm glad you find that so amusing. So our challenge this week is to organize the room of our home. I thought the challenge would be to move to a different state. Well, <laughs> well, for <laughs> I can see it now. Well, uh, for last week's challenge, I moved to Montana. I don't know anyone here, and there's a lot of sky. No, the, this one guy that works here across campus, uh, he was telling me that he he's in the business of selling oceanfront property in Montana. So I'm going to get in at the ground floor with them. I think I got a new business. Probably don't give that guy too much money. How much is too much? $10. $5. Oof. Well, so our, our challenge is, your challenge, dear listener, is to pick a room and redecorate it. Organize it. Organize clean it. Clean it up. Clean it up. Maybe find a new purpose for it. Find a new purpose for it. Get rid of some stuff you don't need. This is going to be pretty, yeah. I say easy for me because I have a really small place, but I've been thinking about shifting some things around. Uh-huh. So, and I've got a weekend coming up. I can do it. Bethany can do it. So can I. So can I. So can I. We can do it. I already did it. She already did it. We we have the hard work yet to do. Well, that's that's a great challenge, and I'm on board. Me too. 114%. We need to wrap it up. Why don't you tell people where they can find us online? Well, the Do Weekly podcast can be downloaded anywhere you listen to fine podcasts like Stitcher Radio, Pocket Casts, definitely iTunes, and... Google Play. Google Play. Yeah, don't forget to give us a awesome five-star review and stuff on iTunes. Find our website at doweeklypodcast.com. Follow us on... Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at, at Do Weekly Podcast. And follow us on Plurk. We don't have an account on Plurk. Don't follow us on Plurk. Sorry, Plurker. And uh, this is Alex Vasquez reminding you all to keep it doable. And this is Natalie MacLeese saying see you next week. You know what, Natalie, I'm getting this very <laughs> passive-aggressive vibe from you, and I think it's just because you're upset. Why am I upset? Because you're not wearing a cool Portland kayaking cap, just like me. Maybe we need to revisit the definition of cool. <laughs>